Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It is a Zach Sang Show. We got Heather. We got Hi. Dan. What's up? And we welcome to the studio, maybe for the first time ever, but we know each other and we've talked. Greg Silver. All right. Hello. Myself. I was going to say, you did. <laughs> I did. I'm just excited to be here. And that's We're okay. to have you. Thank you guys for having me. We really are. I mean, you, my friend, are in a moment in your career that is so special. You were playing a superhero. Uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. I think it is every kid's dream, obviously, to play a superhero. Uh, and the fact that, uh, obviously, Marvel and everybody else believed in me and put their faith in me to actually become this you know young superhero it is a very cool and obviously humbling uh moment for sure you tap into the opportunity that is like a major franchise the second you sign up for a gig with marvel uh yeah it's weird i mean you do kind of know what you're getting yourself into to some extent because of the brand yeah so straight away as soon as i did get the role i was straight to the gym like nice. within well, like 30 minutes <laughs> I was like hero. yeah I was like okay great like <laughs> goodbye donuts and hello uh, LA fitness <laughs> Runaways is on Hulu right now you gotta watch it I think as of this moment the first three episodes are up yes the first three are up and I think they wanted to get the show out as quick as possible yeah but we're still the 10th finale episode isn't finished yet like the sound isn't finished so that's why they couldn't release it all at once but i think weekly we're going to be getting more and more you know a new episode every week i'm vibing this like mini binge because it manages it for me so i can binge other shows at the same time yeah yeah it's you like a tease like it yes. teases you a little bit i get three episodes and i check in next week and then i commit another three hours to it i'll tell the hulu marketing team that they've done a wonderful job i dig <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hulu uh, Plus user. Oh, know? really? Oh, oh, I pay. Oh, you pay. You, you're, you're one of those. You, you betcha. <laughs> I want no commercials. I'm, I'm fully in. I love it. I love the dedication. Chase Stein, that is your character's name. He's a little cross player, right? Yes. And another role where you're sporting an English accent. Uh, you mean American? American accent. Yes. Jesus, what am I saying? <laughs> um, another role, yes, where I'm playing an American. <laughs> it's funny because I do not play lacrosse. I still do not play lacrosse. And to the point where my best friend is, uh, he teaches people how to play lacrosse, like he's a mm-hmm. lacrosse coach. And so every day I'm on set, I'm like, hey, mate, like, how do I say this? Uh, is this right? Like, how do I stand? What you got to be do? lax, bro. Yeah, lax. That's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the terminology that I've heard. I'm, I'm now a lax, bro, yeah. an English lax, bro. <laughs> it's so cute when you say it. <laughs> Thank you. But it's cute with the accent. <laughs> that's what I mean. When you do it in, like, your the American accent. Yeah, lax, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very, like, yeah. chill. Like, it's the very that lax, cool. bro. Yeah, it's like, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. you know? How hard was that to master the American accent? Um, I mean, I've lived here now for eight, nine years, so I think I've imitated you guys so much to the point <laughs> of where it's now natural. Um, but for sure, I think obviously speaking in your own native tongue will always be the most comfortable. Yeah. Um, but I think I've got to the point now where sometimes I don't even know I'm talking in an American accent. Like I, I tend to stay in the accent during set uh-huh. um, and during the whole production, which was obviously three, four months. Um, so even offset? Like- yeah, yeah, offset. I mean, it depends. If I'm single and I'm at a bar and a very cute girl <laughs> walks by, I'll quickly... Uh, you're going to get rid of the accent. 100%. Well, yeah. <laughs> but do you have to... Like, the, the gold card. Think hard when you're speaking in English or does it almost come English? naturally na- American, whatever. I can't speak. You probably speak it better than me. But do you have to think about it or does it just come naturally now? I think now it's uh, come. I think it comes so naturally to me. But I do like to 
spend like a week or two in the build-up of playing an American of just completely immersing myself in it. So going to restaurants, doing every you know everyday life things mm-hmm. and errands in an American accent because it just then you stop focusing on the accent and then you can just concentrate on acting, which is obviously you know my job. My job. <laughs> yeah, because an accent is. I mean, it is a part of acting, but it's just it's a part of taking on that character. Absolutely, and it helps. It definitely helps because I think once you do, I change. My my personality changes. Um, my sense of humor changes too over the the course of a few months. You just kind of adapt, yeah. and so it does help. Um, sometimes, though, obviously, on an emotion on, on emotional scenes. I, it's happened to me in the past where the director will come up to me and just be like, Greg, you do realize like you're playing an American. And <laughs> so like you sometimes completely forget that like, oh, hey, like you're so invested in, in your emotions that you completely forget that you're. But when you're invested in your own emotions, do you lose the character? Um, no, I think I'm so invested in the character. Got it. Where sometimes the accent just kind of flies out the window but it happens very 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 rarely but it has happened like I think it happened once this season where one of my castmates was like oh by the way you know you're uh, <laughs> you're, in- uh, you're meant to play American and I was like well, well it was a crying scene so yeah how do you even prepare for that what do you think about what a crying scene yeah I mean it's tough I it's really tough because the onset experience I'm not sure if you've spent a lot of time on set but it's definitely not easy um you have a hundred people staring at you judging you and you you're looking at the ad yeah. the assistant director who is looking at his clock and his job is just to make sure that we get through the scenes and get through the day so you know emotions you can't force emotions but then you know you have a two-minute window to cry <laughs> so um it is intimidating and it is nerve-wracking um, you really need to lose everything that's around you. Like you need to escape from that. Yeah, you 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 need to. I mean, I did a horror film. I mean, last year or a year and a half ago, where I, I was crying in, I would say, two weeks straight. And eventually, uh, it's interesting because you know you you do, you you naturally as a human build up walls to protect yourself and not to feel pain. You know, that's what we yeah. do as human beings. So always, there's always makeup on standby um, if if they need to produce tears and you just can't get there. So that's helpful. And knowing you have that freedom, knowing that there is a backup kind of releases you and relaxes you. So that's why departments on set are so important because they give the actor so much freedom. What is your superpower in The Runaways? Um, So I have uh, Fistagons, which is a self-engineered superpower, which I think is pretty badass because... I just think, well, they're mine, so obviously I'm biased. Dude's a genius. (laughs) What does that mean, though? Um, So... My character um, has like flashes of brilliance in engineering throughout the first season, and so he creates this these things on his arm which shoot out like a fireball energy type of destruction out of these gloves, and so they basically get to hurt people. So you're not like a mutant. You made those gloves yourself. Exactly. That's so, cool. So I think that's the the char- not the charm of the show, but I think this show. There are so many characters that people are going to fall in love with. Um, obviously, mine is is self-engineered, whereas others, the other powers, some people were born like that, for example. Um, and so, it just there's a nice there's a nice diversity both in, in in the cast and in the powers themselves. But the flashes of brilliance would still be considered a power, right? Um, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess my brain works in, in in a certain way that allows me to enhance 
uh, uh, you know, what's going on in my brain yeah. to what's happening outside of my fists, which is cool. And you really fought for like layers with this character, like stuff with his dad, right? Yeah, it's not an easy storyline at all, especially because my life and, and, and thankfully I've grown up in such a lovely household where... Your parents are literally in the studio right now. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, so James Masters, who plays my dad, who's from Buffy is such a talented talented Mm -hmm. guy Um, and so to be scared of him is actually very easy (laughs) Um, he is one of the most intimidating fierce like powerful actors I think I've ever worked with Um, and so yeah the dynamic is not great between the characters it's a kid who suffers um, some sort of abuse whether it be physical whether it be emotional um, from his father and at the same time everybody at school thinks he's this perfect kid he's the golden boy but really when he comes home his dad is so 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 hard on him um and i think that's you know it's well unfortunately it's a relatable topic you know i think i think behind closed doors i think a lot of people go through things that no one knows about and so the one thing i would love to take from this show you know if it goes two seasons three seasons four seasons i want people hopefully looking at my character and 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 realizing that there is hope if they're going through something like that that there is hope and and they can gain strength from something like that um or gain strength from observing my character and realizing that wait it you know you you can overcome this you can overpower this would you say that this is like a a character on a different depth level for you in terms of like what's going to be explored and even like how committed you are to it not saying like even going back to wizards was not at a huge level but this is cross the board different yeah for sure i mean look every single job i've ever taken just requires a different skill so for example it wasn't that wizards was easier than what i'm doing now it's just a multi-cam sitcom your timing has to be there your physicality has to be there whereas this is a lot more intimate um and also it's an hour drama and and Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, our showrunners, write the show in, in such a fantastic way, but such a specific way. Um, obviously, writing The Gossip Girl and OC, they have gained success and so much success in writing teen angst and leaving a little bit to the imagination. So our scenes aren't normally four or five pages. We have a page, a page and a half, uh, you know, dialogue, and it's sometimes tough to be funny and 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 also be kind of dramatic in the space of a, of, of a page and a half and yeah. so that's the challenge for me on this show um which is kind of developing the character but at the same time finding all these little pieces to kind of put together the story at the end of the day it's been a really crazy journey for you uh, we yeah. were talking about it before <laughs> because like the first time we met was wizards right Yes, which when I was 17 and had a mullet. Um, and I just I just had terrible, terrible, terrible uh, style, like fashion sense. So hopefully that's improved a little bit over the years. But that one role really changed your life. For sure. Um, I'm so lucky to have landed that specific Disney Channel show. Um, I think the, the Disney Channel had so many great shows on at that time, but Wizards... Uh, maybe I'm just biased, but it was a little bit, in my opinion, ab- ab- above the rest. Like yeah. families really did love that show. It had such a great message, and um, obviously, you, you look at the cast, and Selena's gone on to do, you know, Selena Gomez things. She, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's um, Selena Gomez. Exactly, and 
and it's just it was it was just an absolute blessing to be on a show with her be on the show uh with obviously the disney channel and so yeah my life has definitely changed what did that show teach you um how to be funny i was never funny <laughs> before that um it also taught me that this is a very small town um although you know it's a small working town it it taught me to always be grateful to every single person who works on set i mean i have been doing this since i was 12 years old but i think wizards was the first time when i really saw uh for the first time that the crew members do become your family yeah um and you owe so much to them because at the end of the day they are there for you and they're there to make the actors look the best that they can you know they can possibly look and so i think it taught me you know it was my first ever sitcom so it taught me again how to be funny and how to um land jokes and find that timing and i learned that mainly off david henry who was on the show who's still like my older brother and best friend um and so it just taught me just to to to, to be grateful be on time and keep working to, you know keep keep kind of yeah. keep being hard working i guess it is a small town that's crazy yeah it's it's a good thing to understand yeah, exactly. You know, exactly, and that's why it's important just to be nice to people. Because the world, at the end of the day, we're all going to hopefully, hopefully, one place, which is heaven. You know, so mm -hmm. it's important to kind of enjoy yourself while you're here. I think, nice. and, and be nice to people, and 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 because at the end of the day, it's a collaboration. Um, you can't do anything on a set without every single person who's there. Exactly, and so you have to kind of lean on each other. And you know, my strength my strength could be another person's weakness and vice versa so it is important just to be not egotistical i think that's what it taught me which was you know i'm not not all in, in fact far from it never going to be the smartest person in the room um but I, but but you can you can kind of team up with other smart people and then kind of create this really cool project or or cool line or cool delivery and so it's like a painting at the end of the day you just kind of have to work together and try and create a nice piece do you find kissing scenes awkward still? I love them. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you prepare for those? <laughs> um, uh, you know what's funny is, so we have a, a lovely young actress on, on The Runaways now, and uh, she was nervous for our kissing. And I think it is, well, I've taken it upon myself, I guess, being the guy, uh, the, the, the male figure in, in these kissing scenes, to uh to make sure that the woman's comfortable i think that's so important especially obviously what's with what's going on now and i think that you as a man you just kind of it's only awkward if you make it awkward so i always talk to actresses and kind of say hey look like what do you feel comfortable with where you know if it's a heated kissing scene like where where are your limits where are your boundaries yeah. where do you you know because obviously in the take you don't want to kind of be completely technical but you just if you know the guidelines and you know the boundaries then you sort of like know where your hands can go where they can't go um and i think at the end of the day it is awkward in itself mm -hmm. you have cameras mm -hmm. <laughs> sweaty crew members <laughs> and cameramen like looking at you being like oh that's a good kiss you know <laughs> like it's, it's it's all a bit weird at the end of the day no, but that's it the whole thing is weird yeah exactly and so you just you just you know make the other person feel comfortable and you just go from there. Get it done. <laughs> but you've had some good ones, right? Like Selena Gomez, Lucy Hale, right? Or yes. Was I, Sophie Turner one too? Yes, Sophie was one as well. Who's a you know a, a lovely friend of mine who obviously recently just got engaged. So I'm uh, I've been very lucky to be honest with all the all the the female actresses that I've I've got to you know work with. I've always been they've always been lovely and humble and very sweet. So 
Um, yeah, I've never had a problem ever in well, my career. Well, do you look at like Justin Bieber and Joe Jonas? You're like, eh, kissed your girlfriend. No, 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 no. <laughs> definitely not. That's completely like more of like a professional um, <laughs> environment. But you know, I obviously do know both those girls, so I know that they are obviously very lucky. Uh huh. <laughs> you do have quite the list. Like you have played the romantic love interest in uh, i mean like really crucial ones and vital ones oh, it could be worse it could be worse right? why you why, why do you think greg sulkin look at him yeah, look at i know face. it's the face <laughs> it's the eyes the smile i don't know in all honesty i just uh they tell me to turn up i turn up i crack a couple jokes once in a while and uh <laughs> and then yeah somehow i'm still working in this very weird crazy industry what's been the hardest part uh the hardest part of the industry yeah just i mean the journey so far um, oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I guess none of it's been, um, well, it's all, always a challenge. I like to dig deep and try and find out who I am quite a lot. So I think aside from the acting side of things, just me now that I'm in my mid twenties, um, trying to figure that, figure that out. Like I think everybody, you yeah. know, kind of going through different relationships, different friendships, um, trying to learn about what makes you happy i think that's been obviously the the biggest challenge because you in in this industry you have instant gratification a lot and especially our generation because we have social media and things like that but really truly what makes a human being happy i think that's been that's been the the most interesting i'm not sure the toughest but the most interesting journey since i've arrived here and obviously i still can't cook <laughs> so that's that's hasn't been easy um and while well, I, I can't iron um, so I hope you can't you, take care of yourself. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making, do you have a nanny? Uh, no, <laughs> um, my mother comes to LA once every like couple of months, three months. So suddenly, Aww. like the ironing gets done. My you put, save like, it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in one pile. No, 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 no. I do, I do somewhat take care of myself, but I either need to start taking cooking <laughs> class or like getting into a, like a beautiful relationship where then I can like learn how to cook that would be nice take cooking go. classes that's romantic oh that's nice that's a nice date mm. well what's your superhero diet consist of are you eating out all the time um n well we just wrapped a few weeks ago so now I'm just like oh, I had like two bagels this morning I'm like <laughs> nice. really enjoying myself but it was strict for, uh, for the you know the for maybe four months n a lot of protein mm -hmm. not a lot of carbs a lot of unhappiness <laughs> It's been, um, it's, you know, working out a lot. Mm -hmm. And thankfully I have a trainer called James Banks who does a lot of athletes and trains a lot of um, actors too. So he's kind of been cracking the whip on me and making sure that I stay in shape. Is the goal action star? I think I've always wanted to be James Bond, always. Oh, I think cool. that's always been, mm -hmm. always been a dream of mine. But I think in the grand scheme of things, I want to uh, own a production company where I have like... Ideally, I would love to be like Dwayne Johnson in a way, yeah. Okay. Where he is has such a creative input on all of his projects, and is basically why those projects get made. So I want to hopefully own a production company where twenty, thirty, forty production productions are going on all at once. Wow, so that's the plan. So that's cool. the master plan. That's the master plan. Yeah, and it's a, it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not unobtainable. Nothing's not, n no, nothing is. Uh, I've always believed that. I think you, you know, you. You, you set your own limits. Like, why can't you go and produce 30 shows, 40 shows, 50 shows? There's no reason why you can't. Why Obviously, can't you be The Rock? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I may have to grow a little bit and eat a lot more. But at the end of the day, sure, yeah, why not? Well, do you think that, I mean, playing the hot guy is obviously great. 
But do you think there's any roles that you couldn't get because of your good looks? Do you know what? That's been actually that's been the biggest struggle. For really, me, for being sure. too hot. <laughs> I guess Love it. I get told a lot um, that my look. I, I, I can't play certain roles because of my look. Really? Which is very frustrating because mm-hmm. sometimes people don't have the imagination to think of out, outside the box. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that maybe changing my hair or... And that's it. Transform for a role. I would love to do that. It's just getting that opportunity. Um, you know, those opportunities don't come too often to people in this industry because people, uh, they look a certain way. They're marketed a certain way. They, they're viewed as a brand. Yeah. Um, whereas I would love to play some really cool roles like i've always wanted to play like um like a like a, a gangster or a homeless person yeah. or just something completely different and out of the element but obviously finding those opportunities is hard and that's why i do believe that you kind of have to create your own opportunities in this town i, I, I never want to be one of those people that is like oh, is yeah I've, I've been here such a long time and i always hear people being like well my agent or hey my manager it's like at the end of the day no one is going to care more about your career than yourself. So and you your kinda, mom. And my mom, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so it's important just to kind of create those opportunities if they're not coming for you. But it all circles back to this city. This town is really small. Mm-hmm. you got to be cool with everybody. Yeah, exactly. And so I want to produce. So I would love to, you know, I sold a couple of shows last year. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, one to MTV, one to Awesomeness TV. And then I'm hopefully going to be pitching two more by January or February. Whoa. So that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of thing I want to do. And I want to cast my friends. I want to go to set and I want to be able to look at every crew member and be like, hey, we've worked together so many times. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Tammy, who's here, who's uh, here doing my makeup. Hi, Tammy. Uh, Hi, Tammy. Uh, <laughs> makeup for radio, I know. <laughs> um, no, but I've, I've known Tammy since I was 17, 18. Some of the sound guys on the on the new Marvel show, I've known, I've worked with four times. Nice. So I would always want to do that. I'd always want to hire people that I love, I care about, who I respect as, um, as artists in their own kind of field and uh, and hire friends of mine who are on screen too because at the end of the day you're not saving lives you know you're just having fun and kind of entertaining people so in order to make that on-set experience nice that's kind of what i want to do great motivation mm-hmm. oh thank you bro motivation to find love cooking classes so you can cook <laughs> yes i should probably start with bread and butter right like a like there a sandwich mm-hmm. yeah or maybe like pasta and butter <laughs> could you even do that nope what? You can't boil water? Uh, I can. I've got a kettle. I was going to say, the stove does it for you. Yeah, I know. It's too, <laughs> too complicated. You're going to put it in a kettle and then yeah. pour it into the, water, the, the pasta? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't even thought that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, love. I, I think I, you're on dating apps. You're on one. Uh, I, I was I on one. Yeah, I was yeah. on one. Uh, you you looking? Um, Not like it, it wasn't a normal dating app. It was a cool people dating app. A famous people dating app. Yeah, it was. It was like a one of those like exclusive dating apps. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with them because I think they're great because that's how you do meet people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you never get that first kind of interaction of like meeting someone for the first time and that kind of like... Sparks fly. Exactly. And that whole fairy tale. Um, <laughs> it's 2017, bro. The fairy tale's dead. Um, I am. I would, look at the end of the day. Of course, like uh, my goal in life, my main goal aside from producing and all of that, is to obviously have a family and be a dad and uh, and raise a family. So I would love to, you know, meet somebody. I think it's so cool. It's so much. You know, well, what's the saying? Um, a moment shared is a moment doubled. Oh, it's beautiful. So I think I've never heard that. Is that a British saying? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I could have just made it up. I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it makes sense, you know. Your moment is their moment, yeah. and you, you experience it together. For sure. And my parents have been married for 34 years, 35 oh, years. We should clap for that. That's yeah. great. Oh, no one else there is you clapping. Go, Andre, there you go. <laughs> It's uh, it's rare, and so I think I've seen that in front of me, and I've always I've always wanted to kind of, you know, follow in in that footstep. So hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. I would love to. Your motivations are so pure. Find in, love for in sure a, in a lot of things, but I feel like the city makes it hard to find love. Oh boy. With you know, <laughs> on the other side of that, yeah. what are their motivations? What do they want from you? Well, I think that's that's a struggle in itself. Is always trying to figure out, you know, why does somebody like you? Yeah. What are the reasons as to why they like you? Publicity. Like, you never know. You you mm-hmm. just you ne- you never know. So you always have to, you know, be wary of that. But then you can't think about it too much because then you just don't become a human being, and then you become like a weirdo and like a recluse. <laughs> recluse and yeah. I don't don't want to become that. So I think it's just this town is small. Everybody. The one issue about obviously Los Angeles is that everybody is here for a reason. They're very career focused. And a lot of, that means a lot of the time where they really do have to focus on themselves and put all their time into themselves and their craft and their career. So it's tough finding a lot of selfless people here. Or, but or somebody who's at least willing to go 50-50. Yeah, you need, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, because I love, I would love to date somebody who has like a, ver- like a very good career in whatever it is, whether it's acting, whether it's being a nurse. Like, I think it's so important. Um, and great that like more women are working uh, than be ever invested before. in them so they're invested in you that's Completely. you got to care about each other maybe we should start like a love uh, like a matchmaking radio show we love go. it man I'm only a 24 year old virgin so I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about well you and Steve Carell should then this there is you go. <laughs> great he's 40 okay I'm almost there do you still talk to Bella Thorne uh, I do we're still friends um I think it's important just to be friends with your exes, mm-hmm. if you can, anyway. Mm-hmm. Is it? That's Hold on. That's a huge <laughs> statement. Important to be friends with your exes? Why For be sure. enemies? I mean, if it ended amicably, just that right? Uh, then why not? There's a lot of people who believe that, like, when it's over, it's over. You know, you move on, clean slate. Well, I think you... you, you I mean, from my own personal experience and just my relationships in my life in general, I think I don't really have any bad feelings with any body okay so i just think like you wish them well and you know you were with that person for x amount of time for whatever reasons and you obviously respect them as a human because otherwise you wouldn't have been with them and unless someone does like something terrible to to understood to kind of like no you want to in the mm-hmm. relationship then of course like you just want the best for them because you like you re- you respect them as a but human are we talking like quarterly dinners together like i mean it's, i think every relationship is different um i think at some people in my relationship in, in my relationships i've i've spo- i've spoken to very rarely and i'll wish them happy birthday and yeah. wish them Merry Christmas and then sometimes I'll speak to maybe one you know often give them advice you know it depends how it depends where the friendship lies it depends where the relationship left I guess is it, it weird being in a high profile relationship like that because like even now that you're broken up you're still like your names are always like crossing paths when there's articles about you um, is it sorry? What's the question? Well, like, so when I read articles, they'll be like about her or you. Like, your names always come up in each other's articles. Like, is it weird being in a high-profile relationship? Like, well, that? thankfully, we still like each other. So, yeah. if, yeah. If, if if we didn't, that would be very annoying. Yeah. If it was a poor reminder every time. Exactly, but in our case, it's not. So, um, 
you know, I, I, is it weird? I don't know. This life is weird. LA is weird. This whole mm-hmm. industry is weird. So it's all weird. You know, it's yeah. yeah. And so it's. I feel like I'm. This is reality. Like this is reality in LA. But at the same time, if you take, if you pull yourself out of it, you realize that this is just like a interesting, unique yeah. way to live. And so you just embrace it. If you're going to be in this industry, there are pros. There are cons. Um, you know, sometimes you wish that things were kept a little bit more private. And if they're not, you can't really control it. Otherwise, you'll drive yourself crazy. Maybe you need somebody outside of L.A., like Arkansas. Yeah, if there are any, like, lovely nurses or school teachers listening, that would be fantastic. Oh, they, all, they, all they do is listen. Missouri, <laughs> stand up. Let's send in our most, uh, our, our, our finest ladies. <laughs> yep. Come on. Uh, I'm not going through a list of, like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> no, no, no. No, man, they'll make videos and they'll be like, hey, I'm... <laughs> I'm whatever, and oh, I like this, this, and this. Well, um, yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, you just kind of got to go with the moment and see what happens. Beautiful. Well, you are, quickly about L.A. This show takes place in L.A., doesn't it? Yeah, it's the first Marvel show that. that... It's the first Marvel show that uh, is based in L.A. All the others are kind of have, like, a more, like, dark, gritty background mm-hmm. to it, whereas our color palette of our show is very different. Um, it's a lot brighter. It's a lot more vibrant. Um, of it, I describe the show as having like a glossy darkness to it, whereas a lot of the other Marvel shows are just a little darker, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was when I was reading about it, I, when I think of superhero movies, I think of New York City or Chicago or some big city, and I was like, oh, there's palm trees. Yeah, but the <laughs> one thing about our show that is similar is there are a lot of night shoots. Oh, okay. Because everything just looks better at night. Sweet. However... <laughs> That means that we have to do night shoots. And so for this show, we were doing night shoots in like downtown from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. It was tiring. It was a very tiring shoot. Yeah. And yeah. Well, (laughs) sorry. Okay. Do you care about ratings real quick? Because you want to produce. You invested in that? Yes. Let's hear. Do you you care about ratings? Oh, um... I mean, not really. I mean, I don't. I, I I care about the content more than the ratings. Okay. Um, I think obviously, if I create, if I created the show, You're I would invested. have I would have no choice but to care about them. Obviously, I do still care about them. I want my show to do well. I want people to tune in. Um, but at the same time, you can't really control certain things. Like, there's a whole marketing team to do that. And I think the one thing, if I, I, I want to be- go, I, I want to become who I want to become in yeah. the industry, I think the one thing I have to learn, and my parents have taught me this, is to delegate. So you kind of like have to hand certain tasks off to certain people who are experts in that field. So for example, a makeup artist, You've, I'm, I, what do I know? Like, I don't know. I've got to go to the best makeup artist and say, hey, look, this is kind of what I want. Yeah. This is the look. And then you trust that person to go and do it. It's the same as marketing. It's the same as everything. everything. But it goes back to the importance of a team and having good people around you. Right. Exactly. And you're only as, you know, you're only as strong as the weakest link. And you learn from them. You know, you become the company you keep. For sure. Absolutely. So whatever department, you kind of just have to trust them. Greg Sulkin. Yes. Runaways is on Hulu. It's on right now. I've watched only the first episode. I have the other block two left in this three episode block to watch this weekend what do you think of the first episode dude it's a great show thank you yeah very much you, really you guys great. haven't seen it have you i have not, not yet no, i don't no. have hulu oh i'll get I, I was gonna say i'll give you my my login but no yeah. zach we need subscriptions yeah you should subscribe I guess I'll subscribe <laughs> <laughs> it's really good i love hulu by the way it has everything yeah. that i need it's every show from all the big networks all there in one place plus they have great originals yeah, no, they've oh. been very... I know for Josh and Steph, our showrunners, they've been so supportive and gave them the freedom, given them the freedom 
um, to do what they do best, which is to write, hopefully, hit TV shows. And this show looks awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you you are great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're, as a cast, we're super proud of it. Greg Sulkin, Runaways is on Hulu now. Do yourself a favor, try it out. Thank you, guys. And we thank... Please check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it. (laughs) Yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. Thank you, Greg Sulkin. Thank you. Thank Thank you, guys. Clapping myself again. (laughs) This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.